What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the All About It podcast. It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again. <laughs> Come on with it. With me, as always, is the one, the only, you came, you saw. It's Ariel. Hi. Hi, my name is Ariel. Big fan. Big fan of your work. I wear a lot of hats. I love the hats. <laughs> You are, uh, I am your big, I am your biggest fan, I think. I thought you were say, I am your biggest hat. I am you, and we are we, and you are. We are one hat together. There we go. I am wearing a hat, currently a baseball hat. I haven't played baseball since I was a little kid. Wish they didn't call it. Was ba- it the kind of baseball where it was the stick that came up to you? T-ball? And, oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, T-ball. I did play, I did play T-ball. Did You never played? No. T-ball, softball. No, no so- soccer. Hard pitch. Soccer, indoor soccer. Um, and uh, I was the one that kind of stood in the back as, air quotes, defense and wouldn't run anywhere. And I would just kick the ball really hard if it came to me. Good strategy. <laughs> good strategy. You know? Sounds good. Yeah, oh, you man. were probably a liability on defense, oh, I would think. yeah. With your stature and your attitude. Yep. And just your willingness to improve yep. at a sport as Absolutely. well. That's a perfect trifecta for a, hey, at least you probably got some Slurpees out of it. Probably got a couple Slurpees. We didn't do, we didn't get Slurpees. You didn't, you had zero Slurpees in your I professional athletic career? I didn't like, we didn't get Slushies or Slurpees from 7-Eleven ever. That, we weren't a, we weren't a 7-Eleven family. You never got a Slurpee in we, your entire athletic career. We went to the Avondale store and we would get little ice cream cheats or like white cheddar popcorn. Okay. Um, That's okay. That's pretty good. So, you know. It's a nice trade-off, I think. Yeah. I, you know, I really only remember like maybe a fruit roll up here and there, going to get pizza perhaps with the team afterwards oh, yeah, at the, the Papa John's, party. you know. Round table. Totally. So anyway, speaking of slushies, the other night, Bargles and I went to an establishment called Bagby. Is it, is it Bagby's or Bagby? I don't know. Okay, the world may know. never know. Bagby, if you if you look up Bagby Beer Company. Okay, yeah, it's, it's Bagby, an Oceanside Bagby on Coast Beer, Highway. Oceanside on Coast Highway by the Vital Climbing Gym. So the reason we went, and we never go out, so the reason we went there is because I know for a fact that they serve soft pretzels and boozy slushies, right. which is where my segue is coming into play here. And it's like a very strong artisan daiquiri so to speak <laughs> and he handed it to Damn, me strong yeah he handed it to me and he goes uh okay just to let you know this is strong they're tiny cups too like you little tiny mason jars yeah you definitely get a buzz off of one yeah so anyway got one of those and got a soft pretzel and it was phenomenal and then we ordered short rib sliders yes and we're you know we're halfway through sharing them we get like three and we share him. And Bargles turns to me and he goes, you've always had an affinity for horseradish. Yeah, I did. I and did I was like, that. what the hell are you talking about? Why did you say that? Ready, go. Why did I say it the way that I said it? Why or did you say what it? compelled me to say it? Well, maybe. In my notes, I have Bargles said I have an affinity for horseradish. I love when you are a little, you got a little buzz going and you start taking notes. It's great. <laughs> You know, that's all good stuff right there. 
Yeah, I could have said it differently. I could have been like, whoa, you sure do like your horseradish, don't you? But what? <laughs> there was no reason for you to say that. And when have I ever said anything about horseradish ever? I just ever? noticed over the course of the past uh, 15 years or you so. You are that... so full of it. <laughs> I can smell it. Well, let me, let's ask this question just so we don't like throw me completely under the bus here. What? How do you feel about horseradish? It's do okay. you do you or do you not have an affinity for horseradish? It's kind of hot. It's spicy. I'm it's not a, yes a spicy no question. girl. Yes, I do have an affinity. No, I do not. Go. No, I do not. All right. Well, okay. then I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong, I and now it, was it is worth, forever documented. I thought it was worth mentioning. I was way off. But shout out to all the people with a strong affinity for horseradish. <laughs> I don't think it's a community that gets enough credit for yeah. liking something that's kind of stings the nostrils yeah and you know i don't mean to offend the horseradish (laughs) community but it's not really my thing i like it with the flavors that were presented to me in the short rib slider so that was arugula short ribs how many people out there show of hands think that horseradish has something or anything to do with horses and or radishes yeah no one does i got i got both my hands up okay so speaking of food we went to a new restaurant to try their brunch herb and sea in encinitas herb like herbs and sea as in you know the water big body thanks water for, thanks for clarifying that yeah you're welcome um so we go there and it's a very nice setting very nice place we get brunch great wall art great wall art great decorations the whole nine and like sexy french wall art halfway through there's like I notice, you know, when you're at a restaurant and people are just like dying laughing and you're sitting with one other person, maybe two other people, and you guys aren't really like cracking up and you just notice this other table just like just rolling in laughter. And you're thinking to yourself, like, what could be so freaking funny that you have to be so laughy right now? Extra. Extra laughy right now. And then they, I I swear to God, one of them was like, Paula, reel it in or or just cut it, cut it out. (laughs) And they're like, you know, they're like older. I I don't even want to place an age on them. They were cute women out together. Paula was clearly one of their names. Yeah. And they they were getting a little shwasty. I've never never ran into a Paula that I didn't like. Right. Paula Dean. So actually just kidding. So. (laughs) So. Anyway, I just thought it was funny that, and I kind of told you after they left, and you were like, big deal, let them laugh. What's wrong with you? Yeah, let them laugh. It's brunch. <laughs> let those let those fine women attend brunch and get a little buzz right. going. I was one mimosa in and kind of annoyed, so whatever. <laughs> so, went to Urban Sea, and great potatoes, by the way. I have to mention that. Oh, yeah. We I, are a potato family, Right, for we're sure. a potato family. Yeah. Love our roasted potatoes, but these were these roasted and then fried a little bit. You know, I don't know uh, for certain, for for certain, okay. but I would venture to guess that they were double fried. Right. Okay. Like those little pearl potatoes. You're right. Right. So right. I think that what they did is they par fry them at a lower temperature. They mm-hmm. get them out and then they smash them. Then they throw them back in the fryer. And they right. throw them back in that mother, and then all of a sudden <laughs> they come out and they're like crispy, and they just taste like. The perfect potato bite. I think that's their thing. Yeah, potatoes. Po- good potatoes are their yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So. so, anyway, highly recommend brunch or dinner, maybe even lunch. Who knows? 
Right. They yeah. have they serve food at a at an alarming rate. That's all they do. Yeah. And we got pog mimosas, which I had not had, which is pog, passion pog fruit. Pog juice, yeah. It's passion fruit, orange juice, and guava. Pog, Great combo. Pog. Never knew it. I wish that I was there when the first guy, like, you know, figured that combo out. He's like, I only have enough. <laughs> I only Wait. have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and I'm going to mix it. I'm going to mix them all together. Wait, weren't those things in the 90s called pogs? Is that what they were called? The totally little, different thing. The little cart, thick cardboard discs. Do you right. know what I'm talking pogs. about? Yeah, sure. What were, what were on the pogs? A uh, literal cornucopia of different design uh, designs were okay. used on the pogs. And okay. You could have X-Men pogs. You could have My Little Pony pogs. Oh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pogs. Uh, Transformer pogs. Okay, I'm over it. Spider-Man pogs. Batman pogs. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z pogs. <laughs> um, what else? Pokemon pogs. All right, I'm over it. Okay. So after brunch, we went to go see... My sis, Bargle Sis in Law, Adria, Bishi Boo, draft an ink at her pop up at the Couldn't be couldn't be more proud. International Women's Day pop up at Alesmith Brewery. We love you, Bushka. She did such a good job. She's so cute. Follow at draft and ink for the cutest stories, great design, all the color. You know where it's at. And that that wrapped our week, except I walked into a Costco food court, which is outside, and said to myself, I used to come here all the time. This is very 2004. And had Costco pizza for the first time in, I can't remember how long. When's the last time you had Costco pizza? It's been years. Yeah. It's been a few years. Yeah. Did you guys used to go there and get food, or were you not a Costco food court family? Not really, no. Yeah. No, it was very rare. I didn't even know my family had a Costco membership. Yeah. And then one day we just went and I'm like, doesn't oh. it cost money to go here? Go here? But it's not super expensive or anything. Well, if you go there on a regular basis and also want to order enough, you know, deli meat turkey for a football team, then like, yeah, go to Costco. <laughs> Costco's got the goods. Everything they got is good. They have so great much. they have great prepared meals. Anyway, Tangentville. Right. We used to go to Costco. I think we went there so often because our house was two minutes away from a Costco. Yeah, you're old. Yeah, the house we lived in Carlsbad, the the one by the flower fields. So we used to go there and get pizza or chicken bakes, or Simon would get the very berry sundae. Adria and I would get the um, the chocolate vanilla swirl frozen yogurt, and my mom would ask for them to split it into two cups because we wanted to split one serving, but they would fill it all the way to the top for us anyway in each cup. But then she'd only pay for one. Love it. So, anyway, that's my that's my Costco rant. A little, little flashback. How, that there you was, go. That was quite nice. You know, listening to you talk just now, this got me thinking. Uh, you know, isn't <laughs> isn't it nice to think about you know your childhood and like the stuff you did? You are. I'm gonna give you a round of applause so, for just crack me up. Oh, and the trade is right on time. Bargo. You know, I just uh, sometimes you just have to smile through it. You, you know, just, I'm literally you just, just gonna say I can see all your teeth just, for the first time in my life. Smile, smile and wave. Smile you know, and, and wave. just and just move on. Like move on. Get out oh, of the street. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. What what do I need to do? Well, first you need to tell me what is today's episode all about. Okay, today's episode is all about 
not tongue rolling, but our favorite words and phrases. I see. Is that correct? No, it is not. <laughs> so, soap on a rope is not a joke. So why don't we go ahead and... Um, I think I know what it is. We can, you know, hey, this is episode 62 of this show. Okay? Just to clear... Obviously, that's that's pretty evident. I the, have a good joke coming in seven in the, episodes. In the, in the title. Did you hear what I said? No, what? I have a good joke coming in seven episodes. That, mm. that was a joke in and of itself. Do you? That's what she said. You have a you have an episode sixty nine <laughs> joke in you. Okay. I'm really ramping up for this. Let's hang on to that for the next two months. I was gonna say hang on to your hats. So why don't we go ahead and do this? It's episode sixty-two. We're gonna give you a break. You've been okay, so okay, okay. you've been so so good right. and knowledgeable about the the topics and the, like the episode topics of the show week in and week out. Yep. We're gonna give you a mulligan. We're gonna ask again okay. what is today's episode all about, and you are going okay. to tell us what it is and go. Today's episode is all about our favorite expressions. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Why, well, what? What made uh, you and me want to talk about that? I think that... Because the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> That's an expression. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. That's actually the first expression on my oh, list of expressions. It? Yeah, let the cat out of the bag. You are barking up the wrong tree. Oh, that's a, that's a dog one. See, back to back. We're already off to a ruckus, a ruckus stop. By the skin of your teeth. Not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. I do well, how have about, a, I do have a couple hair chins. You know what do you you want to taste your own medicine? Is that what you want? You want to get oh, a taste of your own medicine? Maybe we should just try and talk the rest of the episode in using uh, our favorite <laughs> phrases and expressions. Could what? we do it? Hey, why don't you do unto others you would have done to you? <laughs> All right, we don't need to do that. That was. <laughs> we don't need to. Do that. Okay, what are your favorites? Go. I have too many. To really say right. they're just, my favorite favorite. We're really going to riff on them, though. I mean, I have a ton in front of me, and they're all familiar. But I, I have the ones that are my ultimate favorite. Okay. Should I say those first, and then we can maybe go over some other ones? Or should yeah. I just... Yeah, say your favorites first, but okay. we can linger on, you know. Great. Yeah. So, back to the drawing board. Oh, God. Oh, one of my, my all-time God. Faves. Favorite. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. Well, you don't need to put the voice on it. <laughs> that really kind of takes it in its own direction there. But yeah, but back to the drawing board. But like, where did I get that voice I don't, from? I think because that is a vo- I do voices, and that would be one of them. That would be one. I just copy you, Vargs. How about don't cry over spilled milk? That's a classic. One of that, my favorites. Oh, it's classic. Because I love any expression where it kind of resembles you're yelling Wait at a, minute. a kid. Are we done talking about the drawing board thing? No, we don't. We can go back. Uh, okay. We can go back okay. to that. I'll take a note. Okay. You got something to say about that? Uh, I'm going to hold Share on to the it. Class? I'll okay, hold on to fine, it. Fine, fair enough. How about balls in your court? <laughs> yeah, we're we're, co- we're going to kind of, we're going to blow our... Uh, you know, we're going to blow the uh, proverbial wad here uh, with all these great expressions, I'm telling you. Um, no, wait, no, wait. Balls in your the court? Balls in your court, that's kind of an inside joke between Bargles and I because whenever 
I'm time to serve. I'm... <laughs> Balls in your court. It's time to serve. Like, let's go. Let's go. Okay, that's what it means. Whenever it, I need to make a decision or it's time to go, he goes, balls in your court, balls in your court, like Jack Nicholson voice. Yeah. So anyway, balls that's why. Balls in your court, time to serve. Okay. That's why I was laughing so hard. Oh my God. But no, what is that? Okay, we already said what that means. Never mind. What is ball? It's pretty, all of these are pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> balls it's, in your court. <laughs> it's really about like the place and time with which you use oh, them God. gives them their truest meanings. I'm so glad how... that I didn't look at your list because this is really fun. <laughs> right. Well. This is just this is like my personal favorite. This is just list. The, I made this. This is just the tip of the iceberg. This is just a couple. Okay, how about and this is one. This goes out. You know, shout out uh, to myself. I'm gonna give myself a shout <laughs> out because this is my expression. I uh, no, it's not. I just said all that and I'm um, I'm lying. What? It's not mine. Is quack quack water off a duck's back? We love this. It's one of my favorite. It's not. It's quack, not mine. Quack. It's I saw it in a movie uh, called. Cooper's, Cooper's camera. Cooper's camera. Cooper's Christmas. Anyway, it's a great expression. Quack quack water off a duck's back. It very, means like very big ferny. deal. Very ferny. Big deal. Like give it a rest. Yeah. Like, who gives a rip? I love that one because it's like quack. get over it. Yeah, big deal. And then my my uh, you know me and Adria, Ariel's sister, we we kind of came together and we got the beep beep. That's just the sound in the street, which right. is kind of like a variation on quack, quack, water off a duck's back. They mean the same, uh, you know, feel free to make your own yeah, they try to, and then They try to come up with different um, sounds, and then it, there would be two of them. So beep, beep, or quack, quack. Toot, toot. That's just the sound of the, the, uh, hoot. the hoot or the flute. Right, the flute. It, that one doesn't come across with the same. Because flutes don't toot. Right, right. Yeah, yeah right, it's true. right. You know, bang, bang. That's just the sound of the mang. <laughs> See? It seems like It seems like you can put these together uh, no problem. But guess what? It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of uh, effort. How about hit the sack? You like hit the sack? Why? Meaning to go to, to go to bed. Yeah, but in a sleepy way or a not sleepy way? There's only one way. Hit, to hit the sack means to go to bed. It doesn't mean anything else at all? I'm going to say no, it does not. All right. We'll, we'll as much as you are trying to pressure me into we, thinking it does. We will. Um, but you you hit the nail on the head. I, you know, I won't give up on my day job. You hit the <laughs> nail on the head. That's another one. That's another one. Uh, that one like hurts. It like some things when I hear it or see it, it actually like makes my, it kind of makes me like shudder a little bit. Hmm. Like when you say certain things or I'm watching certain things. Hit the nail on the head. Like when I accidentally see someone in a food eating contest, I it hurts me. It hurts my body. Okay. Well, that kind of invites uh, everyone out there to ask you, how often do you accidentally <laughs> see someone in a food eating contest? That, no, no, no. Uh, let, me, let me retake that question. How is it even possible that you accidentally find yourself... <laughs> Mind, never mind. Okay, next one. I mean, all right, fair, fair enough. So many hot watch dogs. out, watch out for those random food eating contests. They just kind of <laughs> come out of nowhere. You know, they just come out of. They don't turn down that street. Okay, how about Ooh. calm before the storm? Ooh, I like that one. Sexy. Yeah, pretty sexy. And then my last one. Although I have way, way more. No, I, I have a couple more. Okay, I'll, okay I'll give yeah, a couple more. These, these are all. Bargles Man 5000, Man Man Bang Back Here and Again's favorite top tier expressions of all time. Okay, fair enough. Cut the mustard. 
cut the can you cut the mustard can that you... doesn't cut the mustard oh it doesn't quite do it right. for me or that does cut the mustard i don't feel like it's more it, you don't do it in the affirmative it's more like that that doesn't cut the mustard that's not going to cut and the then mustard. there's also cut the cheese yeah cut the cheese means you toot you little toot cut the mustard not the flute so you cut the cheese means that you toot you cut the mustard it means like you made it you did it like you got it if you don't if you can't a... cut the mustard it means you can't handle it you can't handle the sound of the street i have a little side jingle a little side note for everybody um a couple episodes back we talked you know i think i said like hey kids in the back cover your ears so whenever there's like a possible like pg-13 situation i want to go kids and uh hey sorry kids in the back gotta cover your ears that's what i want to say all right (laughs) okay now i got these are three expressions that i'd never heard of before until now oh thank god so these are like i don't know if you've ever heard these let's take a wild guess probably not (laughs) how about a stitch in time saves nine sounds sneaky as hell is this like renaissance phrases a stitch in time saves nine say it in renaissance a stitch in time saves nine one more time because i don't think they heard you a stitch in time saves nine (laughs) what the hell does that mean it, it means to fix a problem now or else the problem will become worse there are way too many words in that phrase expression a stitch in time saves nine uh, is it just because it kind of rhymes with nine yeah like how inconvenient no, like, go and go and take care of the problem otherwise you're gonna have nine problems that's basically what that's how i hear it i hate it i don't like it yeah it's a little tough kids in the back like sorry how's this a storm in a teacup a storm in a teacup a storm in a teacup i kind of know what that means picture it picture it it's a storm it's bre- it's brewing it's when you pour milk into tea and it looks like a cloud forming no that's that's latte art no it's not yeah, that's lot isn't that latte first of art? all a latte is coffee and milk not tea and milk well i guess it's okay okay i'm you, thinking no, a teacup you, never mind you know you meant, everyone you meant, listening knows what i mean yeah, yeah we all know you meant you meant yeah, you cool tried, you, you cool tried, man you tried your best <laughs> You tried your best. You almost had it. You had it. Had us on the uh, tip of uh, edge of our seat. So it just means storms a brewing. No, a, a storm in a teacup is to make a big deal out of a small oh, problem. Oh yeah. It's a storm in a teacup. It's like, it's a little thing. Why are you making this a storm in a teacup? Why are you making this a mountain out of a molehill? I think those are synonym, parallel uh, expressions there. So next time Becky in HR is acting up, you can you can instead of being like, oh, she's being such a you know what today, you can be like, mm, storm in a teacup. That's right. <laughs> Pretty good. So yeah, that's a, that's when I just learned that one. I kind of like it. I, I feel like you're kind of a kind of a jackass if you use these in uh, like real conversations. But how about this? This is one? such a storm in a teacup. Can you imagine someone saying that right now? An ounce of preservation is worth a pound of cure. There are way too many words in that. It means you can prevent the problem with little effort or deal with a future problem that is much more challenging. It's similar to the stitch in nine, stitch in time save nine. I wasn't listening when you explained it. Say it one more time. An ounce of preservation is worth a pound of cure. If a you, pound of preservation no, no, is worth an a ounce. Pa- an ounce of preservation <laughs> is worth a pound of cure. 
I don't like these ones it's like, because what is this metric. It's not even the it's not the metric system. They're long, and it's like whoever came up with these like lived on a giant wooden boat, and they didn't have a phone. It's almost like, did you grab these from like eighteen hundreds dot com? There was a variety of resources. <laughs> there was a variety of resources. Some of these came out of my own mind. Because you, I just know you are them. kidding. No, some of them came out of my own mind. But these they just shed a tear. Those most recent, those three, they did not come from me. I can't take credit. I I found them. ChristopherColumbus.org. I found they were quite quite uh, interesting to me. I found them quite interesting. So thought I'd thought I'd share and see if they potentially could be of uh, interest to someone else. <laughs> if you think those, I wish we had more like that. If you ha- well, do you? I mean. I have a lot, but... It's funny to go through them. Those were kind of like my favorites. Those were kind of like the best. Those are yeah, kind of... But I have more, you know, that are... Those are expressions that maybe you're unfamiliar with. Maybe you haven't heard. I, I don't... I mean, I talk in phrases and song lyrics all the time. I mean, maybe I'm just kind of quirky that way. But, you know, there's certain things that we say, and we don't even know why we say it or where it comes right. from. I wish that I had the origins of some of these. Like the expression, on cloud nine. Oh, yeah, that one's cute. What the hell happened to clouds, you know, one, six two, three, four, five, six, eight, eight. right? Yeah. Like, oh, man, I was on cloud six the other night. It's like, well, that means nothing to me. Yeah. But if I was like, oh, man, the other night I was on cloud nine, I'd be like, whoa, do tell. <laughs> what cloud- happened? Cloud six is like you're sitting down in the shower. Are you like Cloud City? What is this, like Star Wars with yeah. Lando Calrissian? Cloud City. <laughs> you don't have a pot to piss in. You like that? Ew, I person? hate that word. Yeah, the, what, the word piss? Yeah. Oh, don't. Sorry. Kids in the back. God. Kids in the hall. <laughs> you can Wait, leave. No, what is that? What Exactly what does that mean? What? The pot to pee in. Pissing. Okay. That's the how. The, that's the expression. It's not. You don't have a pot to pee in. Ha <laughs> ha. That's not it. It's. Well, I'm actually nine years in. old, so that's how I'm gonna say it. It's not pee pee. It's piss. <laughs> and oh there's God. nothing that I or you or our dear listener can do about it. It's the way it is. Oh my God. Google it. You Google it. It says piss. And you know Quit what? I think it. we can all. I think we can all grow up a little right now. <laughs> and and we're all we're all in. We're cruising for a bruising, which is another expression. Cruising for a bruising, if your main man Ben is the one that's going to try and lead this conversation uh, back to the realm of, you know, not talking like a potty mouth. Okay, so, okay, okay. Because I wear my heart on my sleeve. Oh, you don't. No. Nah. <laughs> and I do have a pot to piss in. I don't wear my heart on my sleeve. And I'm not three sheets to the wind, but I do fly by the seat of my pants. I you love like I that there? one. I think that's my motto. To, see, now I'm trying to combine several into, you know, for the for time. Three sheets to the wind is drunk, right? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, you severely inebriated. Yeah, I inebriated. I would, I don't know. Three sheets to the wind. Yeah, it sounds like, no, dude, you are three sheets to the wind. Does, I just picture, like, a really good interpretive dancer, like, taking shots, and it's like they're d- dancing with their arms, and it looks like a sheet a little bit. Really? Oh, that's cool. And they have three of them, and they're just, like, dancing you know with I, them. When I picture three sheets to the, the wind, wind, I picture, like, a pirate, like, wasted on, like, rum, like, in the 1820s, like... Ew, rum. Like, three sheets... These three sheets to the wind, you scallywags. Ew. Okay, fair enough. Turned off. <laughs> oh. 
How about you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink? Can you explain that one to me? Because the, the horse one. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I don't have that much horse analogies here. I really was working that out. I really wanted to figure out more horse analogies. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You know, I don't know, like, deep in my loins, the tr- the true, true origin, meaning, intention. But I can infer that, like, you can, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't get him to drink. I mean, you can have good intention. You can try to help somebody out you can try and teach them how to right. you know do a thing or maybe i'm thinking like the whole fish thing you can teach a man to you can catch you can give the man a fish and you can teach him to fish anyway <laughs> maybe that'll be out later wait i'm gonna back i'm gonna back that ass up really quick yeah you said infer yeah can you define infer you know to interpret to okay. to ass, I, I i assume all right to all my other non-English inference, majors out you know, there. Inference is kind of like a, a, a general understanding based on the facts or data present kind of thing. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily right, but that's your general impression. But I don't know if impression and inference are necessarily synonyms. Maybe they kind of diverge into separate true meanings. But I think that they, in general conversation, you wouldn't... Uh, are you still here? Yeah, I fell asleep. Okay. So... Um... <laughs> Thank you, Lordy. So, thank you for thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for marriage. So where were we? You can lead a horse to water, but the you can't, horsey one. You can't make him. Oh oh drink. oh. Okay, one more thing. I was just gonna say the only horse's name that I know of is Sprout from the Parent Trap. What about Black Beauty? From what? From Black Beauty. What's the horse's name in Spirit? I don't know. Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Ponyo. Ponyo. No. <laughs> And it's cut. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Love that ship has sailed. I love, 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 freaking love that ship has sailed. And when it rains, that ship when has it, sailed. When it rains, it pours. I love that one. Raining right. cats and dogs. Run like the wind, bullseye. Can you take that out? I don't like, like it. <laughs> two peas in a pod. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It's always darkest wait, wait, wait. before the dawn. You are ramming this through is the, yeah this is the rapid fire segment no of the no, show. no 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 now whenever i hear it's darkest before the dawn there's a florence and the, Mach- and the machine song mm-hmm. and shake it out so now whenever i hear that expression i think of that song because boy did i love that album i love that album so much we got it on vinyl when we were into getting vinyl you know i'm looking through my list and i'm so glad guys i can <laughs> I have another horse uh, metaphor oh, here. I got another God. simile. Uh, idiom. Idiom horse related. It's don't beat a dead horse. Ooh, it's very graphic. That's another See, one other, that hurts me. The, the other horse, the other horse one, horse is living, can't help it, you know? This one, horse is dead, kind of like, okay, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Like, stop, you've done enough. Stop it. Don't beat the dead horse because right. the horse is dead. It's I feel gone. like that's used. I feel like that would be used on like Love Is Blind or The Bachelor. I feel like that's something that would come up in like an argument. Mm, yeah. I feel like that would be said like uh, in modern day. How about Fortune favors the bold? Ooh. You like that? I kind of like that. Can tell me what you think that means? It means that, you know, if you if you put yourself out there, you're it, it will return to you. That historically, there's empirical data su- to suggest 
that if you put yourself out there and you are a bold person, you will reap the uh, rewards and benefits. Or at least you may uh, you may also go down in flames, which is another anal- analogy Ew. of some sort. But at least, you know, then uh, you were burning the candle at both ends, perhaps. I'm on a roll now. Whoa. and And that means... Burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like mine were, were all kind of... <laughs> kind of together and you're just kind of just like rip you know trying to Woo! jump on but i'm three shades to the way <laughs> fit as a fiddle see that one kind of annoys me yeah but fiddles are very slender yeah see that doesn't you know, work for me they're very slender yeah, little things okay every dog has his day all right what I, oh, I love it what every dog has his day Tell me what you think that means. I think it round means two. Everybody's gonna have a good day sometime at some at some point, maybe. <laughs> you see, oh, so you take it as positive. <laughs> yeah, every dog has his day. It's like, you know, I don't think it's as negative as when someone were to say a broken clock is still right twice a day. That analogy or whatever says, hey, you know what? You got lucky, punk. Like you're you're an idiot, but even an idiot can figure it out sometimes. You know, a broken clock is still right twice a day. Like it's it works out, but every dog has his day is like you're i picture someone grinding maybe they're running out of hope you know maybe i i'd look at it like that and then you know what the universe or god or you know some alien uh, spacecraft i don't know some energy force lightning bolt strikes lands you gives you that thing you need that motivation you need that encouraging word from a neighbor or a friend or family member something happens that changes your day and now you're you won you won the game you won the contest you win the free tickets to the show you get the promotion you it can't happen every day you can't win the game every day you can't win the race every day but every dog has its day what i initially thought of was something something as like a um like what everyone you, owns no, no, dogs. No, no, no. Like, what do you call like an Airbud? Must love dogs. Must love dogs, like an Airbud or perhaps Airbud Two or Space Jam. I picture like every care, every animal like has its shining moment in the sun. Animal. Yeah, because every dog has its day. Okay, I'm yeah. with it. Yeah, I'm with it. Not hey. <laughs> First off, not all these are going to be good. Second off, my interpretation of them. Like, I was going to say second not. off, my wife can't figure it out. <laughs> second. I would never do that to you. Really? Not, I'm not on a hot mic. I wouldn't. No. We're not not on, a, on a hot mic in front of our lovely audience. I would not throw you under the bus. Love it. I may drive the bus, but I will not throw you under it. So. All right. We can move on from there because you have a better... Uh, than a snowball's chance in hell that that'll ever happen. Whoa. Like that. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of chance in hell. I guess, uh, no, a snowball's chance in hell. That's the That's the expression? That's the only chance. The Whoa. only thing that is in relationship to hell with a chance of it happening, it's like, psh, you got a snowball's chance in hell okay. getting that job. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. She's out of your league. You got a snowball's chance in hell of getting a date with her. Do you? Does anyone remember the movie Snow Day? It was a Nickelodeon movie. Do you remember Barks? No. You don't remember Snow Day? It's It's going to be a very small percentage of our audience. But if they loved our 90s episode and our 2000s episode as much as I think they did, they're going to remember Snow Day. 
Okay, so let's 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 move. I was gonna say let's move forward, assuming we all are on the same page with you, and go. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That was nice. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I can relate to Snow Day totally. Oh my god! Especially it was a movie I watched when I was younger. Okay, you said you didn't remember it. I don't know. I'm just trying to relate. I'll show you picture when we're done. I'm just trying to connect. Right. Trying to connect. (laughs) Got a snowball's chance in hell over here. I can't even. Oh, one that I said today was come hell or high water. Oh, hey, look at you coming we into talking, the table with We were some talking about the episode, cheese. and I was like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Do you? Come hell or high water. Yeah, what does that mean? I think it means bring it on. Really? Like, yeah, it's kind of like a, a accepting of challenge. Come hell, or high, right. come hell or high water, it's like, you know what? Bring it. Come hell or high water, I'm going to do it. Or come he- Like, hell sounds bad, and high water is supposed to be just as bad. Like, come help, or if you don't like that, come high water. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know. What does that mean? Am I going to drown right? now? It's like, I don't know. I don't, no. I don't like that. But yeah, it hurts kind of sounds like bring it on. Right. Bring and then all I think about, as you may have guessed, is the movie with Kirsten Dunst. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I love that one. Right. What does that mean? Applicable to many people. <laughs> what do you, how, how does that grip You can't you? have it both ways. Okay. You can't, like, just get away with it both ways. There only is one way in this scenario. How about throwing caution to the wind? Is that not even a... Is that a thing? Uh, Yeah, I like the three sheets one better. Or you take it with a grain of salt. Ooh, I love that one. Take it with a grain of salt because that opinion needed a little seasoning. (laughs) That opinion was a little bland. I don't think that that's actually how that that works. That's another one that I feel like would be used in like an argument or like an explanation. Play devil's advocate, you know, take, yeah, it, with, take it with a grain advocate. of salt. You know, devil's, devil's advocate, advocate, just being a contrarian, just going to say the opposite and take, take it with a grain of salt. Wait, devil's advocate is great because it's like, I actually have said that recently and you say it sometimes too. Devil's advocate? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like to say it because no. I, I kind of trip over the word advocate. Advocate advocate what's yeah. wrong and playing devil's advocate but let me just like tell you something probably against what you just said i'm just gonna just for the sake of argument right Isn't yeah kind of in the same yeah. vein anyway advocate our david arquette because guess what if you're yelling at someone saying hey you know i'm gonna take your advice with a grain of salt man right i'm just playing devil's advocate bro it's bro. like well then you know what that's uh that might steal someone's thunder what happened to David Arquette? He's probably he's just fine. What do you mean? What happened to him? I don't know. He hasn't really been around lately. He should have been in what what happened to them episode. <laughs> David Arquette, if you're listening, I just want you to know I am up to date with your career, but I'm not gonna put <laughs> put it all blasted out there. Oh my god. And we're big fans of your work. Okay, what was he in? That movie with the spiders. That big spider movie. Uh, so we can move right along. Pretty sure that was Jeff Daniels. Speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. Oh, you know. Oh, this reminded oh, me of one. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa. Stop. My ears are burning. Oh yeah. That's a great Speak one. Speak of the devil, and my ears are burning. My we are all are evoking the powers of uh, Satan. Um, oh my god that's stop. where those that's where those expressions come from i don't know the origins of most of these expressions but speak of the devil ears are burning is not devilish so typically kids in the back 
typically, typically, when someone says, speak of the devil, it's like, oh, we were just talking about you. Mm-hmm. And now it doesn't always have to be negative or, or positive. It kind of doesn't, it doesn't intrinsically say that just because the word devil's in there doesn't mean it has to be like, you know, you're talking a bunch of smack on someone and then they come around the corner or they open the door and you're like, whoa, hey, right. speak of the devil. We were just talking about you. Whoops. Or sometimes it's like, <laughs> oh, we were saying something nice about this person. So oh, speak of the devil. We were just singing your praises. You know, that can, that can happen just as likely. But the origin to my understanding is that because usually you are speaking bad mm-hmm. you're saying some gnarly stuff about this person and then darly gnarly oh okay i was Gnar- gonna say new word again <laughs> darly you were saying that darly sh- stuff on them smacking them with the darly and you and they come in and you're like oh speak of the devil and it's because when you were speaking ill of them right you were evoking the powers of the underworld and they uh, they through that they then like made them show up uh, that's a stretch well, I'm not telling you my opinion. I'm telling you, you know, that's where the... But my ears are burning. That is not an evil reference, right? I have no idea. But when I was little... I'm not playing with a full deck. Oh, when I was little, my understanding of my ears are burning is when your ears actually did get really hot. Mm. And I used to think that when hot air balloons were up in the air, um, I had no depth perception. So I would think that there were... Um, extra small hot air balloons and very large hot air balloons depending oh, on how great. close they were to me so well you're full of hot air oh that just came off the top of my head is there. that bad uh, it just means you're full of it oh, okay it's, yeah uh, well that's me you got nothing going that's me uh it's not ro- rocket science to pull someone's leg and time flies when you're having fun and you can say that again i think I think time flies when you're having fun. I think that is probably the most... Do you think that's one of the most used? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies when you're having used. fun. It's called flow. There Lately, if you look up uh, like people that study flow, mm-hmm. that there's all these kind of crazy things. Like There's a science to like flow. Like time flow? Totally. And it's all a mental space game where like you can, you can absolutely... And I've tried, and I'm not a great meditator... Uh-huh. I just my my brain is too uh, kinetic or whatever, and, but I try. And part of finding flow is like those moments in time, and I think we've all experienced this, where time feels slower or faster depending on what we're doing. Right. Like sometimes you're like, gosh, I keep looking at my watch, and it's like the minutes are just like agonizing. But like, then your wedding day comes and it lasts five minutes. Right. So time flies when you're having fun. Right. It's because you're not paying attention. You are in a state of bliss or yeah. flow. Where you are not conscious of every little detail on a subconscious and like a forward thinking level. You're just allowing yourself to be. It's a, a state that a lot of people that do like mixed martial arts and fighting try and find that state while they're training. So mm. that you don't feel like you're, you know, in this state where you have to keep on hyping yourself up. Instead, you are just, you're cool. Can you imagine being like that all the time? In a state of flow? Yeah. It'd be pretty remarkable. I imagine that a lot of Buddhists and people that do a lot of meditation. and Yeah, you're just, you're never in a rush. Yeah. And time moves, you know. Which means you're never impatient or flustered or Time never moves too fast or too slow. But I think sometimes it's like, man, where did the time go? Like they just, the days pour off the calendar and it's like, where does the time go? But then you'll be like at the office and, you know, you're clocked in and you like, you go, okay, I need. I only have six more hours until the right. end of my shift. And that six hours takes about nine years yep. to mm-hmm. get through those six hours. Mm-hmm. 
It's like ridiculous. Well, it's not raining cats and dogs, but it will next week. So we're saving that for a rainy day. And, um, <laughs> you know, to make a long story short, uh, there are other fish in the sea. But uh, you can miss the boat on that once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. Okay, here's the thing about once in a blue moon. How often is there a blue moon? Uh, never. So how can you even say once? It's it's once in a oh in a crazy time like oh once in a blue moon like oh, but no. every time okay Sean Connery but every time I hear once in a blue moon it's almost like they're alluding to the fact that like it will happen every once in a while but if a blue moon never happens you see what I'm saying once in a blue moon when I was a girl in 1921 there was a blue moon <laughs> okay okay well it takes one to know one love it. And it ain't over till the fat lady sings. <laughs> so let's, uh, you know. I for, guys, I'm laughing because I forget about these ones. Right. And they're so silly. It's like, what? All right, we're going to let the cat out of the bag and hook you up with a taste of your own medicine. Ooh. Hearing something straight from the horse's mouth. A third oh, horse a enough. a third horse. <gasps> you know? I think back in the day when they were coming up with all these fun turns of phrases, they got. I think there was a lot more horses going on. What if we came up with our own expression? Horse related? That was, no. Okay, since we had the three horse expressions, what if we came up with a horse expression right. that had something to do with when something happens three times? But this would be a fourth horse expression. Okay. This would be Four, the fourth okay, so it would horseman. Be some, it would be like so, something along the lines of like, Four horses come, you can't say none. Like something like that. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing there. I think we, we're going to need we're gonna need more time. <laughs> but do you see what I mean? You know, I just want to take this, this opportunity to thank you all about it, listener, for, for all of your patience and, uh, oh your, and, and the joy that you, you provide us. Because it takes two to tango. The fourth horse was the last... It was four horsemen proceed. of the apocalypse too. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. See, we're kind of we're treading. We have to tread lightly. Tread lightly with that one. Yikes! Kids in the back. <laughs> Call it okay. So call it. I see it. To hear something straight from the horse's mouth. Okay, so like straight from the source. There you go. But why a horse? Again, a with like the 1800s and like horse and buggy crap. I wouldn't like, be caught dead. Talking to a horse. Here's my thing about the horse stuff and, like, the riddle me this, riddle me that. Why aren't there modern expressions like this? There are. I don't know. Maybe, right? There are. Like. Slide into the DMs. That's, like a, that's straight, an expression. straight from the iPhone 11 Pro Plus. No, slide into the DMs is a very true. new modern expression that's, that's less than 10 years old. Or eh, I'd say maybe. You know, Netflix and chill. That's another one. That's true. You know, there are some modern day modern ones. Expressions. They don't have the same kind of, you know, they don't have the same kind of. Well, obviously, buzz they're as not as classic because these have been around since Renaissance. Gotta bite the bullet. Oh, jeez. Break a leg. See, break. Okay, here's the thing about break a leg. I think that some. I don't know what. So, excuse me if I'm incorrect here, but. I think there's something in the theater community or something like that where break a leg actually is bad to say? Or am I thinking the opposite? I have no idea. And I was in theater for a couple of years. They I, I... say break a leg because I think saying good luck is actually 
bad luck. Right. That's what it's supposed to mean. Right. Yeah. So they're being super sarcastic. Break a leg or break the ice. Mm-hmm. To break the ice, you're on thin ice. You're on thin ice. Might as well break it by the <gasps> skin of your teeth. Walking on eggshells. Yeah. I've said that quite that's, a few times a, in the last couple of years. Comparing apples to oranges. So, like, comparing, like, things that just aren't alike. Right. <laughs> Go on a wild goose chase. Love that one. It's like, a, who's been on a wild goose chase recently? Show of hands. Hey, don't make fun of the wild goose chase community, okay? Well, I got, bigger, sensitive. I got bigger fish to fry. All right. So I'm not going to antagonize the goose chasing community because I got bigger fish to fry. Who's, when's the last I'm time frying, you fried fish? I'm frying fish, and we ain't talking about no little fish. I got bigger fish <laughs> to fry. You feel me? Okay. Little fish. Because I'm a chip off the old block. You know what that reminds me of? Um, where are my N6, Mario N64 fans at? There's an episode called Chop, Chop Off the Old Block. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Seriously? Let's get the best of both worlds. Ooh. The best thing since sliced bread. And uh, bite off more than you can chew. Ooh, I love those last two. And also, I just want to say for the record, we got sourdough bread at Trader Joe's today. Mm-hmm. And it's sliced. And it's cracked wheat sourdough. When you can't judge a book by its cover. Ooh, love it. When you're burning the midnight oil. Does that mean like you're... I know what that means. Great. You're like really going at it in the middle of the night. And curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> and that is a wrap. Yeah, that's all I got. That's, <gasps> that's it. a we, wrap. We ran through. Hey, that's a wrap is an expression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And with that, I think it's, I do like what you said about coming up with our own expressions. Being more you know expressive what? with our language in general. It's such a fun way to kind of experience the world through, you know, different turns of phrase. You know what? I have one thing to say that I told, I blew it in the week in review. Mm. We finished Love is Blind. We did. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody who's watching or maybe you're on the last episode. It'll ruin itself for you. Or you haven't watched it yet. That last episode, I have never been more on the edge of my seat. That was pretty proud of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Almost, yeah, too proud. Wait, so we got the the last episode. Or are you talking about the reunion show? Oh, the reunion is so cringe. So glad they did a reunion. So show. cringe. I've heard that there were several couples that were part of the experiment that did get engaged that got zero screen time. So there are other really? stories from this batch that did happen. This batch that must have not been. You know, as entertaining, or maybe I they're not as attractive uh, people, because I know it's all very superficial, you know, thing. Oh yeah, they're all like so, hand-picked models. Yeah, the guys were found in a gym, and the girls were found probably at a gym. Yeah. And I don't know where I was. Probably not at a gym. You're probably already married, Bargles. Yeah. Well. What were you gonna try out for Love Is Blind, and then never have soft? But what if with me you again? did? But what if you tried out too, and we found each other all over again in the pods? Okay. Then I mean, you, if you let a if you let the bird go and it comes back, and then you let it go again and it comes back again, and then you let it go again but you move, and it finds you, it's like might as well just marry the bird. 
If I was, if we were pod dating and you heard my voice, would you think it was annoying or sweet? Be honest. I, th- I mean, it depends on what we're talking about. Probably sweet, though. You probably have the best speak, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your you-know-what kids in the back. There we go. Uh, but your speaking voice, I I could live with. I'd lie to him. I'd lie to all the girls I was dating. I'd be like, yeah, I'm 6'4". You know? Oh my god, Bargles. Because I got a 6'4 kind of voice. Bargles is like 5'9 and 5'8 and a half. 5'9 is, <laughs> is, uh, is a more accurate uh, number, I think. Five, five feet with nine inches on top of the five feet. That means you're 10 inches taller than me. You're damn right. <laughs> you're one in a million. You're one in a billion. I'm not talking say- to you. I'm talking about talking to anyone else that could be listening all right (laughs) you're one in a million you know you you owe me a dinner after this (laughs) drunk as a as a fish i didn't say drunk 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 as a a skunk drunk as a skunk drunk as drunk as a skunk is that one feels like it could be see we're right on the we're right on the tip here we're right on the tip of some that are just gonna blow it wide open we got so many we went through a lot i hope that at least one of these sparked a uh spark joy yeah, you know, it did something for you. If not, what are you going to do? Is the life-changing magic of tidying up, is that a phrase? No. Okay. It's, it's, a, book. Of, it's a book title. It's the name of a book. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to, maybe so, maybe not. Maybe, you know, maybe a riddle, maybe not. Leave us a rating or a review. Also, on Instagram, at all about it podcast. And that's my spiel. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bargles, for bringing your favorite expressions to the table and allowing me to not know any of them. Little refresher. Don't cry over spilled milk. Back to the drawing board. The ball's in your court. (laughs) Quack, quack. Water off a duck's back. I better hit the sack. Hit the nail on the head. Beep, beep. That's just the sound in the street. The calm before the storm. Better cut the mustard. Cut that mustard. Oh, and here's one. Here's one that I use all the time, and it just dawned on me. Which I think is probably another um, it is. micro it expression. Is. But I say you need to put more mustard on that sandwich. As if like you need to put more energy behind what you're doing. You need to, I need to put more mustard on or I'll be more self-reflective. I need to put more mustard on the sandwich. Or you need to put more mustard on that sandwich. Or, oh, there's a lot of mustard on that sandwich. The amount of mustard on the sandwich is a metaphor for how much effort. Got it. Yes. Got Very it. good. Bargles. You gotta put more mustard on that, or, or mayo. Very good. You know, if you're good. more of, a, if you're into the brevity of the mayonnaise, then you know I don't want to. But you know, it's eggs and yes. Mustard, Very so. well done indeed. So thank I, you I wanna, for that. I'm glad I got that one. Feel, <laughs> feel pretty. Feel pretty good. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see you next I Tuesday. I feel really good. I feel really good right now. Oh, why don't you like... keep that energy going? Because I need some hugging after this. Just some hugging. Just hugs. It's a calm before the storm. Yeah, that's right. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a storm in a teacup i tell you what sorry <laughs> i'm cutting you off do you see what i did hey no i'm cutting you off get it all right see you next week until next time <laughs> bye